Hello and welcome to Riot. I'm your host, Tisa, and this is May May. Hi! <laughs> well, we just found out that Governor Doug Ducey has canceled school until the 27th for the children's. And I am happy that I kept them home, even though they're going to be annoying little boogers. Um, they need to develop a plan to continue breakfast and lunch services for the students. Because I know that my work, the library, is during the summer has a lunch program, a yeah. breakfast and lunch program for kids that come in. Um, but I know a, par a lot of parents are like, what the hell are we going to do? Because we still have to go to work. But our kids are going to be home. Luckily, a lot of us have kids that are older. Yeah. And for those parents that don't, this sucks for them. Even with um, our friends that have teenager uh, children and still watch the younger children. True. They just have to be trusted. And if not, spank them. Just kidding. <laughs> Thoughts? You're quiet. I thought this was... I... My kids are older. I'm glad that they're not in Oklahoma. I'm glad that they're here. I'm sad that they don't get to spend time with their dad, but they had a good time with their other dad last night, so that was good. Um, we need to get them on a routine. We need to give them projects. It's going to be a problem. After a week, they're going to be annoying as hell. We can work through this. We got this. Yeah, they're not going to be in front of their TVs and on their computers and fucking around. They're going to be cleaning. Their rooms are a mess. They're, I think we should do that coronavirus uh, schedule thing. Schedule thing. Yeah. I think so. I, I had them on schedules all summer break, all the summers that I had them. They had very strict schedules. So and they why would follow are, them. Why are they not following them now, anything now? Do they think that they're fucking don't because need to? It's a different situation. No. Because when we went to my mom's house, I didn't want them to sit there on the TV all day at my mom's house. So I would, I had them like go swimming for a couple hours every day. I had them reading for an hour after, after lunch. I had them doing chores and educational things. I bought them those workbooks from Barnes and Noble that had all the math stuff and they would do math for an hour in the morning. I had them good and they would follow it. Well, I know Elias will be good with the schedule, but I don't think Cindel will be. And unfortunately, the museums and stuff are closed, so we're just stuck here. Well, yeah, that's a good thing that they're closed because, True. So, you know, if they're closing the schools, then the people should not be going out in public. And I went to Apocalypse Shopping, so we should have food, so we don't have to worry about that for the next couple of weeks. So, even though they eat a shit ton. Well, they're going to have to learn not to. I don't feel like it's picking up your voice. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if it is or not. I'm telling you it's not. Why are you getting an attitude with me, young lady? Because you stopped everything we were talking about in the middle to say that, unless you paused it. No, I didn't. Well, okay. Do you want to start over? No. Then okay. Okay. I'll speak louder. Yeah, because your voice is sexy and quiet. Don't fall in love with her, people. Get away from her. She's mine. <laughs> <laughs> She's a sexy voice. She says I have a sexy voice. Do I have a sexy voice, baby? <laughs> Just kidding. Are you going to sing like Marilyn Monroe? I think I have coronavirus. Oh my god, you don't. We're not starting this. 
Last year you told me you had cancer how many times? Oh, because my... I just need to go to the doctor. Yeah, you do. See, I'm a, a germaphobe and a hypochondriac. Just a little hypochondriac and a little germaphobia, but... Little germaphobia is true, because every time you're like, I'm a germaphobe, I'm like, not really... Not, like, super crazy. Not super crazy. You don't even understand how much I have toned down my germophobia living in this house. You have no idea. The kids drive me crazy that they don't wash their hands as much as they should be. And I get so freaked out. I clean the handle in that bathroom with the wipes two or three times a week. Because I don't want to be getting germs from the children because they do not clean. <sighs> Stressed out. They know what they're supposed to do. Yeah, but they don't freaking care. They're like, oh, I don't care. I'm going to live forever. Teenagers. Even it's as a the teenager. curse of the teenagers. Nah, dude, because I washed my hands. You washed your hands, right? Yeah, I always wash They're my hands. They're sickos. They're fucking sick-ass bitches. I went to nursing school. I washed my hands a ton. Yeah, so you understand why you need to be washing hands. When I cook dinner, I wash my hands like six or seven times while I'm cooking. yours? I did. I'm on my second. How did you do that? Because you sat here for an hour and... Played on your phone and did the That's a fucking Roosevelt lie. and I don't know. I don't know. I drank it consistently and you talked. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to continue talking about the coronavirus? Do you want to continue talking about the coronavirus or do you want to talk about Sylvia Brown? I think the coronavirus is going to be overplayed. I think too many people are talking about it and worried about it. I think we have to deal with the consequences. And you know what? You want me to be really honest with you? I was about to say 100, but I stopped. Do you want me to be honest with you? About what? What are you waiting? About the... <laughs> okay, yes. Not about me? Because that's what we did discuss off air. <laughs> no. About the coronavirus. <sighs> yes, what about it? Okay. Yes, it's a virus. Yes, people are going to die. Yes, it's incredibly sad. Yes, it's incredibly scary. Yes, it's a pandemic. But you know what? We need a break as a country. And we need to take this opportunity to breathe. Okay, Rob Bell. Exactly. Listen to him. He's right. He's right. It's true. We are a country that is go, go, go. We are a country that doesn't... We're screen time. We're like, we, we need to... It's like the Coca-Cola commercial back in the day. Give the world a Coke. I know it's scary, and I know it sucks, and I know nobody wants to die. However, if we follow this quarantine and what what we're supposed to do and what we're being told we have to do, if we do all of that and we quarantine ourselves, then the pandemic will slow its roll, not as many people will die, and we will all get a needed break in this country because so much is going on there's so much chaos that we just need to fucking breathe and sit down for a goddamn minute and so it's fine i'm fine with the kids staying home for a couple weeks i wish i could stay home come on doug Ducey, shut down the government we're good no i need a job i need to make money i mean okay okay Okay. You're on. But Taxes you're, are not important. Staying home and protecting my family is important. What are you going to do? They're going to sit in their rooms masturbating and watching video I'm games. I'm not going to bring home a, a illness from my government agency that I work for. Do you think you will? I don't know. Who knows what kind of people work for the government, baby? <laughs> people like you. People like me. I don't know. 
I feel like this podcast is all over the place, but it's okay. We still got the coronavirus. That's good. We can make it all over the place right now if you want to talk about your other thing. About Sylvia Brown? Mm-hmm. Sylvia Brown's prediction of the coronavirus in 2004? Psychics in general. Psychics. All right, so I posted from Sylvia Brown's book, Prophecy, What the Future Holds. She wrote this book in 2004. She died in 2013. She wrote about, um, in this book, she just wrote about different things and her take and what she saw, which was going to happen in the future. So she wrote that the common cold was going to disappear and that it was going to be, like, worse. Which is true. This is true shit. Like, the common cold will be over with and it's other things that are going on. Um... So this prediction that she made was about 2020 and it was about, okay, it says by 2020, we'll see more people than ever wearing surgical masks and rubber gloves in public, inspired by an outbreak of severe pneumonia-like illness that attacks both lungs and the bronchial tubes and is ruthlessly resistant to treatment. This illness will be particularly baffling in that after causing a winter of absolute panic, it will be... It will seem to vanish completely until 10 years later, making both its source and its cure that much, much serious, much more mysterious. And it also just goes on after that just to say, you know, just keep clean. Make sure your kids clean their house under their bread, brush their teeth, take showers, which is hard to do sometimes with children. Um, and it basically well, says, it's harder to do with teenagers because you can't throw them in the tub and wash them. Oh, you can. You can. You can fucking pick them up, throw them in the shower, and say, take a goddamn shower. The government's not going to take you away for abuse because you stink like a motherfucker. She does. Kids stink. Because she's continuously... She takes showers and puts the same hoodie back on. Yeah, that she's been wearing all week. She needs. We need to overhaul her room. I wish we could have had time to do it this weekend. I know. It's okay. But it will get done in the next two weeks because school's off until the 27th. Yep. So, anyway. That's what Sylvia Brown predicted in 2004 that seems to be coming to fruition. What she says about politics is really cool, too. But, what do you think about psychics? Why do you think they're there? Why do you think people go to them? Why do you think people use them? Why do you think people pay them a lot of money? Um, people go to psychics just to have hope. They want to hear things. They're at their end. You know what? I should ask. My friend messaged me and said that she goes to a psychic regularly and she it's over the phone or in person. And she even had a reading from Sylvia Brown. Yeah. It was $350 in 10 years ago, she said. So I think people go. To, I've gone to the psychic twice. And the first time was just for fun. And they said I was going to move with my job by water. That didn't happen. Second time I went to the uh, reading was about two years ago. And she, the tarot reading was right on about relationships and blah, blah, blah. Because I was in an abusive uh, um, abusive relationship mentally and emotionally. And, the, and she, that tarot reading was right on. And I think that was right on because you put your energy in the cards. You pick the cards, you know, with your energy. And this is what I believe. If you don't believe it, then move on. You have your own beliefs. And so you fucking 
put your energy in the cards and they're picked from your energy. You shuffle them and all that shit. So her tarot reading was right on. But the after things, she said that I was uh, cursed. And the curse was from my came from my mom because my mom was pregnant with me and she was cursed. Which is because a woman wanted my dad and so the woman cursed my mom. You know what? This could be possible. But here's the thing. My mom also has seven other children. But I'm the lucky one that got the curse. I don't know. But I don't think I'm cursed because I am marrying this woman. It was a love curse. So of course they're fucking putting it on something that is important to a lot of people is relationships yeah. and love. So I think that when it comes to matters of faith and matters of depression and sadness, people go to psychics because it gives them hope that there's something after this life. Because a lot of people aren't empathic. A lot of people don't believe in signs. A lot of people listen to the science and, and weigh everything on the science a lot more than the spiritual. And so they have questions. And so when they go to psychics, they're reaching for hope. I think you were dead on when you said that. So, I've been to psychics. I've read Sylvia Brown. Gave me a lot of hope after Eric died. But after Eric died, we did go to a psychic. We didn't get chosen. And then I've been to... Um, you. What do you mean? You went to a psychic and didn't get chosen? It was one of those in a big group of people. And they went was to ground at the people. Was it the dude with the mustache? No, it wasn't. Who it was, was some, it? it wasn't somebody real famous. Oh. And it was a long time ago. And then, like... Well, then, like, I went to... My sister last summer. I went and I visited my sister in Colorado. And my sister's a beautiful soul. I love her. She's um, smart, and she's a minister, and she marries people, and she is also, she more leans towards the holistic spirituality rather than, like, the Christian spirituality, though she is Christian, or she has some Christian leanings. I'm not sure, but um, nor will I speak for her. But she did take me to this thing called the Living Tarot. And that's this guy. And he stands there and he chooses people from the audience. And he has them draw three cards and ask a question. And then he uses the card and acts out the answer. And then it gets all physical and he gets physical with them. And it's a whole beautiful thing. And he has them do things that help them arrest this answer and, and figure things out and it was a really beautiful show and I found myself crying and really upset most of the show because when I went there it was also the time in my life when I was going through the most changes and the most was happening so I hired him afterwards for a private tarot reading and I thought you said you didn't I did I told you I did because mm. I wrote about it and showed you that I did. How much was he? Sixty. He didn't give me a price, but I just gave him money. Um, <laughs> but what he said was pretty dead on to what I was going through. And then the last piece of advice I haven't followed, but everything else I did, and it gave me hope. It gave me hope, and it gave me the idea that what I was going through I could get through, and that's what I needed to hear. I needed to hear that I was strong enough to do what I was doing. 
because what I did was very scary. And so I think that when you're in those kind of places and those kind of situations in your life, anything you can hear to enforce what you feel helps. Even if it's my stepdad and I hated tarot readers and new age things because he would call it hippy dippy and just wave it off and think it was stupid. And everything that was not mainstream, Christianity, whatever, was fucking stupid. And so for my entire life, I've been avoiding fucking stupid things because he said they were stupid. And so for once in my life, I opened my heart and I opened my mind and it really helped me. And I think that that's the thing. You have to release all of these preconceptions in order to get the message that you were meant to hear. It could be that this was silly and this was a waste of money and that could be the message. But it could be a bigger, better thing for you. And you just gotta experience it to figure that out. I feel like um, tarot, tarot readings and psychics and shit like that are basically like religion. It's a lot of people who have no hope. And you get what you put in it. Yeah. If you really believe it, you're going to get a better answer. Yes. If you don't believe it, you're going to not get your money's worth. It's like fucking stones. My crystals. If you don't believe it, you're never going to get anything out of it. But I believe it, and so I feel power when I'm around them. So yeah, I do agree with you about stones and believing in them for them to work but then you know what it basically is putting in your head that they're working and you just feel better did this is something that i talked to my doctor about today he and i discussed about it's really just in your head Mm -hmm. a lot of things are just in your head the way that you process everything is in your head it's very true and he said sometimes we just need the little monkeys in our brain to relax and that's why sometimes we he said um if you Put your shoulders up like this and then just breathe and let go. How do you feel? You feel relaxed. You just took all that energy and you breathe in and you tensed it all up. (sighs) Let it go. Because you do that a lot. I I thought that when you were doing it. What, did I pull up all my energy and then sigh it all out? Yeah. I do it without thinking about it. And, uh, And he said, sometimes we just need the monkeys in our brains to relax and we need a vacation because we're just, just like Rob Bell said, you know, we're just a go-go country and we just, we need to relax. We don't give our bodies any time to relax. And everybody has monkey mind. That's why things like meditation and everything work. Because it teaches you how to relax your monkey mind. Because we are a go-go-go people. Humanity is. Is monkey mind something Rob Bell says? Monkey mind is something every single teacher that I've ever heard talk about meditation says. Mm. Monkey mind is something. So. So I thought, in the spirit of this thing, that uh, Tisa and I should, uh, she's making a face. So maybe this isn't the best idea. It's if you want to. But. You're making a face. So I always make faces. You do make faces. Continue speaking. Dead air. But now I'm like, I don't know if we want to do this because your face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like this is something personal. And I don't think that 
we should share it with people? Maybe, Maybe we just draw one card each. Just one. Okay, she... It's not a full reading. Okay, she gave us her tarot cards. She went and got mine and brought them to me, and she has hers in her office. And uh, I feel that the tarot is something, like, personal. I don't think it... Like, that's why I said for... It, for I don't... For what? For some people it is. For people like me, I, I'm, I'm okay with sharing. Yeah, because you fucking do a fucking reading every week of like 20 different cards. They're oracle cards and not tarot cards. How do you say it? Tarot? Yeah. Is it like Ross Perot? <laughs> I don't know. Tarot? Whatever, I say it. Okay. I don't do tarot cards that often. I just do my oracle cards and I do five once a week. I do one every day to meditate because it's my mantra for the day. And then I just do a silly one. And then I have another two at work. Jesus Christ. See, that's where you go too far. No, no, no. One's no. an affirmation. No, one is not an oracle. It's affirmations. And then the other one is the success oracle. So it's just, I pull one and I'm amused for a moment. And then I send it to the group and then I'm done. Don't you ever feel like all of this is just getting no. too much? No. You honestly don't. Not really. Do you put all your thought in mind and like, okay, that this is That's this. why I do it once a week. Only once Because you a were week. used to, you were doing it for. I was doing it every day. Yeah, and but I was I like, it, you're taking it away from our time. Like, this is a little bit obsessive. I do it once a week. On Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. Once a week. That's it. That's all I do my hardcore ones. And then I have the mantra one that I use to meditate with. <laughs> my hardcore ones. They are. Jeez. Because they always line up, and they always have the same message, all three of them, and it's creepy. But every single week, it's the same. And I have proof, because I write them down. Well, I'm glad you stopped doing it every day. It takes too much time, and I have a lot of journals that I like to do. A lot of journals. Did you know that I made this? I had an idea. You know that thing that Gerard said about making something, and that thing he wrote about me? Mm-hmm. This is when I was doing it. That's cool. When I made mine. Alright, so we're going to pull one card. Just one. See what it says. See how spot on it is. Thank God my heart rate went down. It was really high for a while. Well, it was weird because my, my Oracle card that I drew this morning was um, something that I had been thinking about for the past week or so. And then I followed it and I did what it wanted me to do and I feel better. Well, I'm talking about my heart rate right now. Just kidding. <laughs> I know your heart rate right now is up. It's no, right now it's day. down now. It was like 111. Why? I don't know. Just sitting here with you. Having the kids home? Oh, maybe. They stress me out. Let's see how many minutes I got from exercise. Oh, it's still 11. But yeah, my heart rate was like 111 when... I think Sindel just made my heart rate go really fast because she was just like, wow. I know. She's a whirling dervish of energy. Yeah, especially for the fact that she has no phone. Yes, now she's... She... Uh, so she is not just staring at a screen. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with your face? You made a face. I didn't make what a face. What were you thinking? Oh my god. It's fine. Now that she doesn't have a phone, she's going to be... Is this recording? Yes. Okay. Is it? Yeah. We've been going for 
23 minutes. Okay. 24 minutes of nothing. <laughs> Just kidding. So you want to pick my cards and I'll pick yours? Or how does this work? Pick our own. Okay. We're putting our energy as we're shuffling. Okay. Don't you look at me that way. Don't you look at me that way. <sighs> it's really hard for me to shuffle with my arthritis right now. Yeah? Yeah. I'll do it sideways. <laughs> Some loud shuffling there, lady. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Alright, so are you supposed to think about something while you're doing it? Are you thinking about anything? Okay, let's think. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Heart rate went up from this shuffle. Okay. So, what do you think about everything closing? These got dirty. How did they get dirty? In a box for years? They were not in a box for years. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. I always have them with me every house that I live in. I know, but you had them in that back bedroom in your parents' house. No, I didn't. It was only in there for like a couple months. You said you were in there for a year. Less than a year. Less than a year. You yeah. moved in in like December and then you didn't move out until August. Yeah. I guess that's when you... Talking shit all the time. Jeez. No, 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 no. When did you. Never mind. I moved into my parents in September. And then you moved out in August, almost a year. Yeah. But I always had them with me. So they were. In a box in the back bedroom. But that doesn't mean they get the... We're not arguing on this podcast right now. Just fucking bickering all the time with me. Just kidding. All right, I'm going to pick a card. Pick a card and a card. I usually use my smaller deck. This is a very large deck. Well, I don't know. I just grabbed whatever deck I found. I bet you did. I don't know which deck means more or means less or whatever. Think about my precious baby hands. You do have precious baby hands. I think we've established this. We're a little feisty today. The kids are home, bit. so... I think that I think that it brings the kids bring us anxiety and stress. I think so. Well, we're parents. That's what they do. Because we were good the whole time they've been gone. I was a little grumpy last night, but you know. How's your little baby hands doing? I shuffled weirdly. Okay. So what's yours? Um, I don't even think it. I don't know if it's in the right. If it's in this book, mine's the moon. The moon? Mm -hmm. Really? It's kind of cool. I have it in mine. Ooh. What was that? Why'd you say it like that? Because I read yours. Am I gonna die? No. What am I? I don't know. The moon is an archetype, so it's not going to be in the... Found it. Okay. What does it say? Well, it is reversed. 
Do you read yours in reverse or... I didn't. I generally don't. Well, reverse it says deceptions are unmasked. Small mistakes can be corrected. Okay. But if it was normal, it says the moon rolls the subconscious. Psychic powers are revealed. Intuition is strong. As the moon waxes and wanes, beware of deception and the shifting sands of superficial relationships. Also suggests that unusual supernatural events may occur. A touch of lunacy is in the air. Great. So, yeah. Who's going to be crazy, me or you? And which relationship is shallow? Huh? Superficial? Yeah. Mm. Do you want to know what my question was? What was your question? <laughs> Am I going to get the coronavirus? It's a deception. It's a shallow relationship. What do you mean? I don't know. What's a shallow relationship, my doctor? Your relationship with the virus is oh. shallow, so it's probably not going to be very bad. Okay, so my question was... I want to know what my creative future is this week. Where am I going to be creatively? And I got the Ace of Swords, which is a, a card for truth and mental clarity. And it says, when lightning strikes, the whole world seems to light up for just one second. It's as though you can see everything, and this vision lingers on even through the storm. Such is the power of the Ace of Swords. Your mind will become clear, your thoughts precise. It's a great time to make those decisions you've been putting off. What decisions have you been putting off? To write a book. Outline my book and sit down and write it. You've been saying this forever. I know. Especially the other day. You know, the other day she said, Tomorrow I'm going to write a book. <laughs> and what did we do? If I'm quarantined with the coronavirus, I'm going to write a book. Hmm. Hear that, Doug Ducey? Shut down the government. So you can stay home. So does we still haven't decided, is it? Or we could do yes or no. Yes is up. Um, and reversed is no. Okay. So no, I'm not getting the coronavirus. That'll work. And yes, I'm going to have a creative week. Are we done with the cards? I, I wrote, yes. I wrote a good thing today. Mm-hmm. Well, I figure that the book that I'm going to write, because I have it in my head, is going to have a lot of my podcasts and stuff that I've been working on consistently in it. So really, I've been working on this book the whole time. I just haven't put everything together yet. Mm-hmm. You think that's bullshit. You're like, uh-huh. Whatever, Mimi. I would never call you Mimi, and it grosses me out when you say that I say Mimi. Or when I accidentally call you Mimi, just to see how it feels, and it grosses me out. <laughs> good to know. So have you read any book, good books recently? You're halfway through High Fidelity, right? Yeah, I was supposed to do that for my damn podcast two You'll weeks get ago. To it. I just feel like if we go on, I work in a library, so if it gets closed, which it probably won't because this is 50 or more, which mm -hmm. we don't have that many people coming in and out. So I don't think my library will be closed unless I receive an email, but I don't think, I will check the county website. Um, but I'll also start another job tomorrow morning where I am um, opening, helping adults with disabilities. Um, doing respite and 
just home care, I guess, and uh, helping teaching them how to wash their bodies and stuff like that. So we'll see how that goes. But I just filled the paper out this week, and then I'm meeting. Um, fill the paper out this tomorrow morning and learn how to do the paperwork for work, like logging hours, and then I do Article Nine and CPR and first aid on Tuesday, and it's going to be a full day on my day off. And then I can meet clients and see if they want me. Hmm. So I need to be in chip top shape. Sounds good. And I get my fingerprint clearance. I have that. So what do they look into for fingerprint clearances? Criminal records. Oh, good thing I don't have anything. Yeah. Nothing important. Except that one time, but nobody caught me. Ha 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 ha. I won't make any laugh. I finished, uh book today. What was that? I finished Becoming. And how was that? It was good. And then last week I finished Becoming by Michelle Obama. And it was really good. It makes me miss the Obamas. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, because I'm really not a fan of um, Biden. Affordable care plan. Well, Biden, I'm mad because it's two older white crusty men. Well, crusty white men, yeah. What's a girl to do? Last week I finished Satan Loves You and the Others. What's a girl to do? And the week before that I read finished Overthrow the Government. 365 Ways to Raise Your Frequency in 19 Minutes. So. That's awesome. I don't know. I'm. Biden. I just feel like I don't want an established politician. And I'm stuck with established politicians. I feel like I need there needs to be some major huge changes in the government because what we're doing right now, what we've been doing for years and years, isn't working. The bipartisanship is going to kill us. And there needs to be something different. And I don't know how to fix this problem. I hope what Sylvia Brown, her Sorry. prophecy said, will come through. So... She said, hey, it says not to have weddings. Good thing we're not getting married right now. I know. Um, I'm reading about the CDC. So Sylvia Brown says that a president after the year 2008 will have a heart attack. And then... His vice president will get assassinated, and then... There'll be a government conspiracy, and then we'll change government as we know it. Exactly. And then we will have, like, a Roman government. Which, you know, just saying that on the Ides of March feels pretty terrifying. Haha, <laughs> 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 I said a Shakespeare <laughs> joke. <laughs> uh, I, I think that... We can go on and talk all day. We typically talk all day. That's all we do. Yeah. All right. So you have anything else to say? Um, we went over. We're going to be stuck here for two weeks with the children. While we go to work. We go to work. They're they they have to clean. If they do. Um, we went over coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So we were on psychic. Mm -hmm. um, we picked a card. We picked a card. 
And I'm gonna make a good dinner that Cinder screamed about. Oh, that was why she was screaming? That's why she was screaming. Because I told her what I was making. Mm. Also, if you love chocolate, go and buy drumsticks I heart chocolate. Or is it we love chocolate? Whatever. It's, it's we heart, heart chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Um, they're drumsticks with chocolate ice cream or chocolate fudge in the middle with dark chocolate cho- the dark chocolate um hardened and it chocolate. has cookie crumbles in and it. And it has cookie crumbles? No, oh cookie. at the bottom? No, on the on the you know how it has the chocolate outing and then it has the crumples? That's yeah. cookies. Where are you seeing those at? It says it on the box. It's not in my mouth. But it says it on the box. But it's not in my mouth. Well, it's in the garage. You want me to get one for your mouth? No. no. I just had one. I don't need one. Thank you, though. But I need to go to the gym and work out. We signed up for the mud run in October. Yes, we did. A week before our wedding, we're going to be doing the mud run. So, we'll see how that goes. Congratulations. You're going to be my wife. <laughs> I don't know if this is a win-win situation or a lose-lose Well, I'm going to go see Rob Bell and Les Gilbert live. We're hoping that We're they hoping don't continue. We're hoping that it doesn't cancel it. And I'd like Tisa to go with me, too. Yeah, but before I go and spend a $700 on the ticket, we're going to wait and see if they get canceled. Don't you shake your head because they just announced on the freaking website, the CDC website, eight weeks. And I that, know. It's and, in six. And it's in six weeks. So I'm not going to spend money because we don't know if you're going to... We'll gonna, get refunded. You don't know that. A lot of places are not doing refunds. But then it'll get postponed and we'll go when it comes back. Right? Yeah. But I'm going to be a smart folio and not Whatever. spend the... I haven't done hundred dollars. God, my body hurts. So. Okay. <laughs> Your back is spasming or... Yeah. Oh, it's been man. doing that lately and I haven't told you so... Okay, so my allergies are acting up. I know. So thank you for listening to Riot with Coronavirus Special. And Psychic. Oh, it's a coronavirus psychic special. Yes. Pick a cod, any cod. So thank you for tuning in and um please listen to Welcome to Mayhem and Roosevelt Rebel. I'm going to talk about fear this week. And I talked about psychics. So we were on in the coronavirus a little bit, but it was just me and Ellen Amanda, my assistant. (laughs) Uh, Assistant is almost as bad as partner, dear. You're my assistant. Like if I was a magician, you would help me and I could put you in the box and cut you open. Would you enjoy that? Mm -hmm. Cutting me open? Yeah. (laughs) Having my intestines spill out all over the place on the stage. Yeah, we're not going to get. Yeah, that's happened. We're, what? It's happened. Your rumor has it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so in love with you. God, I'm going to marry you. <sighs> Anyhow, tune in out. Tune in Tokyo. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.